All right, we are live. We are live. It is Monday. It's Motivational Monday. This is Go Gladiator TV. My name is Harrison Painter. And I'm Ryan O.D. And we are your social media gladiators. All right, Ryan, did you have a good weekend? Sure. Yeah, I did. Um, I got to watch some edited wedding footage. I'm now in my office. I got my office put together, so um, got the flag up still for flags uh, still stand for freedom. What about your weekend? My weekend was awesome. It was my birthday. The, the kids baked me a cake. They put on a fashion show. They uh, they were a little excited and insane this weekend, but uh, got a little bit of work done in the middle of everything, as always, but uh, got some family time in as well. So your your birthday's not too far from the uh, the Little Gladiators, then? The Little Gladiators is on the 25th, and I can promise you, you are going to see some insane video coming from the little gladiator soon well uh happy birthday to you and uh i'll have everyone make sure everyone out there wish harrison a, a happy birthday through twitter and everything if you're uh joining us through Ustream, uh, make sure you go to gogladiatortv.com that way you can join the chat with us and uh and wish harrison a happy birthday or a happy belated birthday so love you guys love you guys all right we got a big show let's just uh let, let's get to it we i've got the rebar rebar I'm sorry. You know what? I've been saying it wrong this whole time, and some of the veterans have called me on this. It's not rebar. I, I found out that rebar is for steel workers. This is called RE <laughs> Bar Camp. So my apologies to bar. Todd Carpenter and Andy Kaufman and all those guys out there. In this video, I completely butchered it, but it's RE Bar Camp, not rebar camp. But here's a video for the event location. It is going to be live. This is a huge event. It's going to educate. It's going to motivate. It's going to help you annihilate your competition utilizing not Web 2.0, but Web 3.0 in social media tools. So here's the event location. Check it out. everybody welcome to the inaugural rebar indianapolis rebar indie folks it is november 2nd 2009 located at the fishers hospitality center what you're looking at right here in fishers indiana the address is 9775 north by northeast boulevard fishers indiana 46037 so what makes rebar different and why should you come Imagine learning in a collaborative environment, which is all about dialogue, not monologue. No one is truly an expert at rebar camps. We are all learning together. Even the facilitators, who are the best and brightest in the real estate, social media, and technology industry, come to learn and network with one another. The space you are looking at will be transformed into the unconference that is rebar. You will see, I'm even showing you how nice and clean the bathrooms are. You're going to see a lot of video coming from the rebarcamp.com forward slash indie website, and we are going to make this the most interactive experience Rebar has ever seen. So where do you stay when you come into town for Rebar Camp Indie? We have the Hilton Garden Inn, which is immediately next door to the Fishers Hospitality Center. Just such a convenient location, and that's why we chose Fishers for this conference. 
We have Hotel Indigo, which is right in the same parking lot as well. Beautiful space. Love the bird there on the side. Here's the very front of Hotel Indigo. Beautiful, beautiful space. Come join us, everybody. We also have a Holiday Inn right across the street. And right next door to it, we have a Holiday Inn Express. Fishers, Indiana is located on Indianapolis's northeast side right off of Interstate 69 North. Plenty of restaurants, plenty of hotels, amazing location. Come celebrate the magic that is Rebar Indy and RSVP today. All right, everybody, so there you have it. We got all these hotels, the Fishers Conference Center. We're ready for Rebar Indy, November 2nd. Let's make it happen. Love it. Well, there you have it, and it is going to be a celebration, folks. It's going to be an amazing time. We want to see all of you there. If you can't make it, spread the word. Let everybody know, but Rebar, R-E Bar Camp is happening on November 2nd. This is going to be huge. Ryan's been to two of them already. He knows. He knows. I have uh, lost your audio there, Ryan. Hold on. Okay. So yeah, I was uh, I was saying I'm I'm really excited for this because uh, one it's it's clo it's close I've I've been to two of them already I've been to one the one in Chicago and Columbus and uh, these are fun you can't even I was explaining it to uh, to Tom Heights a little earlier and you can't even explain it doesn't even do it justice you got to get your RSVP in and come down to Indy uh, come up to Indy wherever you're coming from just get there because the experience is well worth it it's so fun and it's interactive. And it's, it's really unlike anything, any seminar or conference or anything you've been to. So I'm pumped it's about gonna it. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a whole bunch of people from Chicago representing it as well. And, and some names that, that I know most of you know. I'm going to wait until we officially lock up everything with them. But, but it's going to be huge. Uh, so I'll make that announcement as we lock everything up. All right. Well, today's show is a little bit about, uh, I mean, all kinds of different things, right? Mindset, uh, talent, hustle excuses, all the things uh, for an entrepreneur. I actually saw a video from Gary Vee, and I want to play you just a quick excerpt. Look, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't bumble my words. A quick excerpt from one of his videos. We'll talk about that briefly. I'm going to give you a list of excuses that crush entrepreneurs. It doesn't crush it. It crushes them. We're going to talk about that and then go into another video of Gary talking about how to succeed in social media. And this is a little bit of a Gary V week because we are having him on the show. Special edition at 10.30 p.m., folks, on Thursday night, Eastern. You're not going to want to miss that. So here's a quick video, and we'll talk about it here on the back end. That if you're not willing to outwork and love it, have the passion for it, then you're going to get beat by somebody who's not as good and absolutely doesn't have the talent that you have, but is going to make a whole lot more money, have a whole lot more opportunity. I think the line in the sand, the defining thing in this whole game, is hustle. I want people to understand that somebody's going to outwork you. I'm definitely going to outwork you. And there's other people that are going to outwork you in your niche. And if you don't start putting in the hours and start dropping, if you don't start dropping the Xbox controller and the Wii paddle and your TiVo remote and that beer after work in your hands, you're going to lose. 
All right, couldn't have said it better myself right there. Couldn't have said it better myself. You know, it's it's not about talent. You know, I know a lot of people that are getting successful or are successful that really have minimal talent. But they're out there hustling. They're busting it every day. They're, they're in the spotlight. They're working hard, and they're making it happen. So it's not always all about talent, folks. Wouldn't you agree with that, Ryan? Yeah, you know, and, and Gary hits the nail right on the head there with that one because – you know, hard work, especially if you don't have talent, you can find people, you can leverage people that do have some talents that want to work with you because they see that you're you're making it happen. They see that you're out there and, and they want to be there. It's attractive. It's attractive to be in the trenches, getting it done and making stuff happen. And, and even if you lack in certain areas, you can always it can it can be filled. Those voids can be filled. Everything can be filled with hard work and hustle. And, and you know, that's, that's just a great point that, that Gary makes. And, you know, I, I've, I've really worked hard to kind of come over to that Mark Warnke style of thinking and a lot of the gurus that talk about balance. And I just can't do it, folks. I've really tried. I've really put myself in the shoes of balance, and I'm still going to stand with my original statement that balance is bullshit. Now, I am making a tweak to it. I'm making a tweak. I've said before balance is for broke people and wealthy people. I take that back. Balance is for wealthy people. And balance can also be achieved if you work nine to five. Broke people truly aren't balanced because what they're doing is playing the Xbox, having the beer after work, doing things that aren't hustling for their business. What do you think, Ryan? You're still sold on the balance side, aren't you? I, I am a little bit just because I know that, uh, you know, I, I sometimes equate the balance of if, if balance and we have to define balance, I guess, is that you're talking about the balance between a, like a family and personal life and and work and Correct. what you're doing for work. And a lot of people, I think, would say a lot of entrepreneurs especially would say, well, my, I don't see what I do as work. So there really doesn't need to be a so-called balance because – what I do is is so enjoyable to me that I don't you know it does I don't consider it work, um, and they incorporate you know any successful entrepreneur that I that I can see that's still in a marriage has incorporated their spouse or their family into uh, that entrepreneurial endeavor in some way, and that helps out a lot in creating a balance a so-called balance. But I look at it a little bit like the the balance of money as well. I mean, if you have money coming in, it's not always how much you make, but what you do with it. And you see some people that have a horrible financial situation, a lot of times it's because they have no balance with their money. They don't balance out the things that they want versus the things that they need versus the things that they absolutely have to have, um, maybe you know, health insurance or you know, certain things that they need, um, the, the food and the things like that. So you do need some sort of balance in your life, I think, but I, it, you know, I, see what you're, I see your point. Uh, it's just I think it's the it's one of the most difficult things, especially for entrepreneurs, to wrap their head around or to get a hold of this balance. It should be the least difficult thing, in my opinion, because if you're following your passion, if you want to build a successful business, you've got to be your business 99.9% of the time. I mean, I truly, truly believe that. Uh, you know, and, and I've put together a list of excuses here that I hear a lot of entrepreneurs make, and these are true excuses that I feel crush people because, look, most entrepreneurs get into business thinking, I want to work for myself. I want to be my own boss. It's going to be easier than nine to five, right? I want to write my own ticket. And, and that's really initially why I became an entrepreneur. I think I was 
very naive, right? I, I tried to work nine to five and I played the doctor lawyer role as a realtor and, and all that. And you know what it got me? It got me in a lot of trouble is what it got me. But, you know, I see a lot of people that on all sides of the spectrums that use these excuses. One is it's really not that important. Okay, let me use me as an example for that. Uh, putting together your QuickBooks, putting together your taxes, uh, organizing yourself, setting priorities. You know, that's a very easy trap that entrepreneurs fall into because you think you constantly have to be moving forward at light speed. And when you start doing that organizational stuff, that QuickBooks stuff, you feel almost like you're working in reverse, right, Ryan? I mean, it's a very slow process and tedious to do that. And I think this excuse yeah. gets a whole lot of entrepreneurs in trouble. Uh, you know, it's just really not that important when it is. All pieces of this pie are very important. Um, this is one me and Ryan have talked about quite a bit. Other people need to respect my time. And this is one I hear a lot of, of realtors because that's kind of the profession I came in, came from. And, you know, that's a tough one for me. I, I would love for people to respect my time. I know me and Ryan have had, had some, some talks about this. But at the end of the day, when you're a young entrepreneur or a brand new entrepreneur, nobody gives a shit about you. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody's going to respect your time. You know, you've got to work hard and be up and prove yourself. And then at that point, people will start respecting you once you're looked on as an expert, a peer, you know, a leader in your industry. That's when the respect of your time comes in. Wouldn't you agree with that, Ryan? Well, I don't know because I mean I, I do feel a lot a lot of times if you're not coming from an egotistical respect my time type of mentality, then you can create that. It's more of a, a you know a commander of respect. I, I think uh, someone said once that uh, no one can no one can waste your time, only you can, or something like that. Um, so I think it's 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 more about positioning yourself, positioning yourself to say, well, look. I respect my time enough that, you know, this is how, this is how it needs to be. It needs to be scheduled or it needs to be, you know, everything needs to be in line or however you organize your time. Then I think people will look at you and go, well, this is just organized. This is just organized. And this is just the way that, you know, the way that he's able to manage and respect his own time. So that way they look at it and go, well, I should probably respect that as well. But um, I think from the start, if you're immediately, picking up the phone at 2 a.m., that's where there is a lot of breakdown in that, call it negotiation or call it, you know, what people are willing to do or what they think you're, they're willing to get away with with you. So I don't know. I, I think there's a balance there too, you know? See, again, I'm going to stand by my statement. Balance is bullshit because, you know, <laughs> this is the thing I've seen realtors do. I'm not going to answer calls after six o'clock. Okay, and unless you're allergic to money, you should be answering the phone 24-7, right? I mean, yeah, and that's the key. Yeah, you know whose really time I respect? One, I respect my client's time. And the reason why I, I balance it the other direction is because I'm asking these people for money, right? So it's very hard for them to respect my time when I'm asking them for monetary gain for my services. So I feel that I'm at their service, and you know what? You guys can call me at 2 a.m. I promise you that. Uh, let's see. Why should I have to do that? That's another excuse that I hear a lot. You know, uh, we, we've talked about it on the show many times, you know, that we follow our passion. And, and, you know, I've said that it's not all about fluffy bunnies and feeling good all the time. And again, for me, QuickBooks and the organization, I would almost rather go to the dentist. <laughs> right. And I had that. Why should I have to do that? Why should I have to do that? And let me tell you something. Until you reach a certain point of success, 
you don't have a choice but to do that because you can't afford to pay other people, right? Now I pay other people to do it for me because I hate it, but I had to do it for a long point in my life because I didn't have the financial resources to take care of that. Uh, and this one I'm going to fall back on just real quick. I'm going to fall back on uh, my spiritual side and say that there there is a way to find and find out the things that you don't want to have to do or that you you think you're, you're having to do. You can still find acceptance in those and find peace and happiness working through those uh, without, you know, without them becoming torturous, you know. Well, that kind of brings up the, the next excuse. It can wait until I feel like doing it. And, and a lot of people do that, right? And, and I, I'm a victim of that, right? You, I don't feel like doing it. And then all of a sudden, you've got this stack of documents and email. You, you've got 5,000 emails in your inbox. And you've got, you know, 5,000 DMs that you got to get back on Twitter because you didn't feel like doing them. And then when you finally do them, you start to kind of resent it and you hate it and, and it, because you've just let it pile up. And I think that is one of the hardest things that entrepreneurs have to learn is structuring and organizing their time so that doesn't happen. You know, you might not feel like doing it at one o'clock, but you need to do it because I promise you, you're not going to feel like doing it next week when the workload is, is you know, 10 times as much. Uh, you know, I'm very guilty on the email side. You know, I've got to go through and I try to bust them out once a week and now I'm going through and doing my emails really twice a day now. So I, that's one thing I'm working on a lot. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I'm busy watching TV. I mean, this is an excuse maybe that people don't say out loud. And Gary Vaynerchuk touched on it in his video, you know, watching the PlayStation, having beers with your buddies and, and all that kind of thing after work. Uh, we don't say this out loud, but we do it. I think all of us do that. We need to be aware of it. Uh, and my number one basic, biggest excuse that crushes me right here at the bottom is I'm too busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. There's not a word I think I hate more out there than when people say, I I'm just so busy. Right? Because most of those folks are, A, complaining that they don't have enough money. Uh, B, they're really not that busy. And, and C, they're, 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 they're in their mind so busy that they're missing all kinds of opportunity. And that's why they're broken, not successful. So, I mean, these are, these are some pretty big excuses that, that we hear all the time, especially working with young entrepreneurs. And I think a lot of times the mindset coming in to owning your own business is that it's going to be easy. And folks, we're here to tell you it's absolutely not easy. So, you know what I say about these excuses? Wad them up. Don't use them anymore. You say you're going to do it. You work hard and make it happen. It really is that easy. All right. So on that note, social media, let's, let's listen in on Gary V on success in social media and how you folks out there can do this. It's a great video. I just want people to, who are watching this, you know, obviously I understand the profile of people that would watch this to understand that I and plenty of the people that I respect are not in the business of collecting a million Twitter friends, you know? This isn't haha. -ha. I'm not here to, you know, joke around. I'm, we're here to build big businesses. This is a platform shift. You know, you've got to understand, we've been playing under the same rules as society for a long time when it comes to telling stories. Newspaper, magazine, radio, billboards, you know, television, and television way up here with other print media that was quite important. I mean, this is big. Anybody can be in the game. You, I mean, just 
that's wild to me. The fact that you could become the authority about foreign affairs online and not spend a lot of money is staggering. Now you have to have the chops. You probably spent a lot of money in, in your college bills or you know, learning it or paid your dues. But the most important chocolatier in America can make $7 million a year, right? Through sponsorship and speaking engagements and deals, selling chocolate. That person can come out of the internet in 24 months for the grand total of $5,000 and a crap load of hours. And I just don't think people can believe in it because it wasn't true 36 months ago. And I understand why people don't believe in it, but I know it's true. And I'm excited for this shift because I think a lot of people that have, would have never been able to be really happy talking and conversating around the thing they love most are going to be making $79,000 a year and maybe not a buck ten, but 79, but boy oh boy, waking up at 11 o'clock, eating Captain Crunch, you know, hanging out with their kids. And then the people that have the true talent, listen, I feel like I'm going to make billions from the platform. So, you know, it's just really a big shift. It's a game changer in business. Everybody will be affected by it. And the quicker you wrap your head around, instead of making fun of it, because you just don't want it to happen, and learn a little bit, touch it a little bit, don't give up after three days, oh, this is stupid, and understand where it's going, because boy, oh boy, there was a lot of chatter about how stupid Amazon was in 1995 and six when I was doing winelibrary.com. All the same conversations from my industry, the wine industry, about how stupid winelibrary.com was and how it wouldn't work and shipping laws. It worked, and so uh, did Amazon, and so did the Huffington Post, and so are many, many, many other things. So it's reality. It's only going to get much bigger and stronger. And it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a lion. You know, if you get a little lion and you have it when it's like a couple days old, you can have it in your house as a pet. You just can. And when it's a little bit older, it gets to that weird zone where it's kind of like bigger, but you're still kind of okay. Bigger than a dog, not too scary. But eventually that damn lion's going to eat you. And uh, if you keep it in your house. And I, I think this internet platform, not Facebook, not Twitter, not YouTube, the platform of the internet, it's going to eat up every other one. And so you better pay attention. I love that. I love that. You better pay attention. And I see a lot of folks making fun of social media out in the field, right? You know, hey, that Twitter thing is stupid. Yeah. Facebook's for kids. Uh, Gary did a great video uh, back, I think, in November of 08 when Howard Stern was making fun of social media, right? People telling their story. Who cares about your story? And, you know, he called Howard Stern on it that, dude, you told your story for 20 friggin' years. You just used old media tools to do it. You know, that, that really everybody has the option to tell their story now, and that's what makes these tools so powerful. And if you go out there and, and follow your passion and create these websites and create the content, be consistent and, and work hard at it, that you can absolutely make a living online on within your niche. You can do meetings, you can do events, you can, you can do anything you want. So, you know, we, we've all been a part of, of clubs, hobby clubs. Now you've got a chance to build a huge hobby club and actually charge a small monthly fee to be a part of it. You know, that that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that, that's where I, I hear people, you know, people are 
fading away or they're getting involved. And I think that's where the shift is happening too. Is I hear people all the time ask me questions or they'll they'll talk about Twitter and Facebook and YouTube as if those are the only platforms, the only tools, and they'll say, well, if it's, it, it was this, and it's a, it's just going to be something else in the, in a few more years or whatever. And and you know, MySpace was big two years ago. What's it going to be next? And yeah, but then that means you have to look at it like Gary said. It's the internet as a platform that's taking over, not just Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Those are just tools within the internet. I mean, you have to look at the internet as a whole and what it's doing. What is it actually becoming? And that's that's where I think you see people fading it away, away farther or getting involved and or figuring it out that oh shoot you know yeah maybe i am not up to date on things and should better check this out i mean you have a 104 year year old woman on twitter that's just that's crazy you know <laughs> that's proof right there well you know i'm sure they said tv was a fad radio was a fad you know internet when it came out was a fad and he made that comment about amazon.com and even i was guilty of who the hell is going to buy books online right because i love to touch feel smell the printing of the book yeah. and, and all that. I mean, it's a great experience to walk in Borders or Barnes and Noble and, and look at books. I've always enjoyed that experience. But you know what? I probably buy at least 50, 60% of my books online today. So I was guilty of that coming in. Uh, you know, but, but the internet, social media is the buzzword, but it's new media utilized through the internet is, has completely changed the way we communicate as human beings. You know, just like the telephone, just like the transfer to the cell phone, uh, just like email did. This is the newest platform that's going to be here for a long time. I firmly believe that. And there's a ton of money to be made for those of you out there that hustle. Now, on, on that note, I want to. I want, we're going to run over today because I think this is a big, powerful show with a lot of great information. And Joel Bauer is a huge inspiration to me. Uh, many of you might know him as the guy with the amazing business card. Uh, he, he can be a little over the top at times, but he's a great speaker. His content is always spot on, and he's always been a huge inspiration to me. And I want to share this video with all of you out there. It's the Strip You Life Success Talk Show. I'm your host, Maria Now, and I'm here with marketing guru, Mr. Joel Bauer, who's always looking swanky, looking <laughs> fine, a little swagger, right? <laughs> Actually, this is an amazing event. Now, I'm assuming because you just pulled me out of a room. Every second I'm not in that room, I'm losing income. This event is called Sang, and what you have in that room are some of the most successful authors. I've written five books now, I've got three bestsellers, and the secrets in that room would enable someone who's never written a book before to do incredibly well. Not only that, but we're talking internet, online, offline presence. You have some of the most powerful people in direct marketing, direct response on the planet here. Tony Robbins was here last night did a spectacular job. Right now, Les Brown is on stage. And if you don't know who that is, he's one of the world's consummate speakers. And I've trained top speakers all over the world in communicating from the heart. And people say to me, they say, what's the secret to speaking and closing from the platform? And I say, be yourself. And it takes us five days and five nights to get someone in touch with their heart. The idea is not to be something you're not. It's to find out who you are and communicate your passion. So what this is really all about and how these people are making so much money in spite of a so-called somewhat imbalanced economy right now, there's more things happening in that room 
There's not one person in there who's complaining about, oh, they can't find money, they can't make money, there's no opportunity. That's such nonsense. In fact, it's the exact reverse. We see this as a massive opportunity, and this window is not going to repeat itself again. It's going to be about a 14-year cycle, 12 to 14 years. This is totally predictable. If you look at the demographics, you'll see that this is a 40-year cycle repeating itself again, meaning there's nothing surprising now. And Obama, no matter how good or bad he is, it really doesn't matter because he's only going to have two terms. Okay, when those two terms are up, it's a 10 to 14 year cycle, which means it's still not going to be fixed. The people right now who learn what's going on in real estate realize the stocks are going to diminish to a level where when you buy them, you don't need them to go back up very far, but to maybe $5 a share. So if you're buying at 25 cents, you got a massive multiplicative. There is so, we're going to be more millionaires and billionaires generated in the next four years. That's the window about three and a half to four years. If you take advantage of what's going on, use the laws of leverage, you learn about your personal marketing and differentiation, you learn about what the demands in the marketplace, you understand fundamental principles, you get your training, people are going to make a fortune. Your children are going to be secure for the rest of their life. Your children will never see this opportunity again. And it just so happens we're here at Encore Hotel. Last night Steve Wynn was with Tony Robbins. Uh, he copped us at La Rev, which was an amazing show. Vegas has more going on. And by the way, this is one of the growth areas. If you're in Las Vegas, you're in the right place. Because if you're complaining right now about real estate values or that certain projects are frozen, you're going to see a massive change. There's going to be a greater influx than ever before. There's going to be more construction. There's going, this is going to be one of the very few places that not only survives, but flourishes during the most difficult of economic times. Vegas is where it's happening. I want to know from you right now to the people out there who are either starting over, um, they have a broken spirit, they don't know where to go at this point in time, I want you to talk to them and tell them what to do and tell them it's okay and this is the best time to be creating wealth for yourself. Well, I think I just did. You've got, it's real simple. Anyone who says this is candy-coated, anyone who creates the illusion that there's a quick fix uh, is lying. There are real problems. There's going to be stress. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be anger. And that's good. Those are for the people who wake up early in the morning and they're listening to the magazines, newspapers, and television shows. I don't mean to kick anyone, but I don't do that. I don't wake up in the morning and look at the news. I look at what's really going on. And what's really going on is real estate values are going down, which means there's a tremendous opportunity to buy at a fraction of the cost. For those that are looking for big, extraordinary homes, I buy single-family dwellings. You're going to be able to buy those homes for less than ever before. People are going to need to rent because they're not going to be able to afford. Next thing that's going down is going to be credit. So people are going to be dealing with cash on cash. These are the simple changes. By the way, there's a book I'd like to recommend. It's not my book. It's a book that will change people's lives if they embrace it. It's written by Harry Dent, H-A-R-R-Y-D-E-N-T. If they go to his website, it's about the Great Depression coming on. And this book will absolutely keep someone from saying, I wonder when this is going to end, or I wonder if it's going to be another year. It'll show you exactly what's going on. It'll indicate what moves need to be made. It's the best information of its kind on the planet. And right now, quite frankly, if they turn off the newspapers and they turn down the magazines and they stop watching all this nonsense on television, I'm not talking about your show, of course. Your show is very positive. It's about solution. Uh, they're going to find it. What can I do to impact my family? Well, entrepreneurial spirit is very strong right now. Online businesses are still going to generate income. If you take a look where the money's being made, it's being made discount, fast food, things that are affordable, and solutions for people, training, training now. So if someone has an area of expertise out there, and they turn that into an online business where someone initially receives massive gifts when they go to the site. We call that an opt-in. So there's a little video. It teaches them what it is you have. Let's just pull something out of the air. I'm looking at a plant over here. There are a lot of people out there that love to plant things and see them grow. So if you have a site that teaches you how to make things grow at five times the normal speed, 
for no money whatsoever, a certain amount of people are going to opt in. You're going to get their name and email address. When they go to that site, instead of them just leaving the site, they're now going to get 30 training videos, one every three days for three months, automatically through autoresponders. They can go to AWeber and set that up. They're little video trainings. You don't need to write copy. You don't need to be extraordinarily talented. At the end of that period, an offer is now made to the email address. You've now created massive value for that individual that learned about botany or growth or agricultural impact. As a result of it, they now have received massive value for you. They're going to feel indebted. It's called the law of reciprocity. You provide massive value, you get massive value on the other side. They're now going to be open to buying your online trading for $9.99 a month or $39.99 for your newsletter and DVD or CD. You now build what we call the herd. And let's say you have a thousand people at forty dollars a month. Well, quite frankly, there you go. You just made more money than you've ever made before. You brought them into your your little siphon, you brought them right through the funnel, and now they're doing business with you because you created more value than someone else. You identified a passion, something you love, and you turn it into a business. And the people that do that are going to prosper. And Remember, I'm giving you a very simple tactic. Sounds complicated, but it's not because once you have all those things in order, you have a system. As Deming said, 94% of all failure is the result of not having a system. Those who have one succeed. They always have. They always will. Remember, we're going to have more millionaires and billionaires in the next four years during this 10 to 14-year cycle than at any other time. I will be dead and you will be dead before this ever happens again. This is the greatest opportunity we have ever had. And as usual, Joel Bauer always over-delivers. Uh, what website or contact information do you want to give out there? I don't sell anything. If you go to my website, www.infotainer.com, I-N-F-O-T-A-I-N-E-R.com, like entertainer, there's free information. There's free training there. Nothing is sold there. That's my way of giving back. Life's been good. Well, thank you so much for stopping by today. Pleasure. Thank you. Nothing is sold there. Look, Joe Bauer is the king of selling without selling, man. Love that guy. But you know what? I, I love what he said. This is the biggest opportunity in your life right now. Uh, and just like he said, you know, me and Ryan, all this came together because of a book called The Go-Giver. And he just made a comment in there. Create massive value for others, and you'll get it on the other side. The law of, of uh, reciprocity here. And, and you've got to do that stuff. Training is big business, folks. If you're an expert, if you have a passion, a hobby, there is no reason why you shouldn't be out there making it happen right now and, and profiting from that. Yeah, I love how he gave the views of both. You know, he gave the, he, he, he made you understand why to give information for free. And then he also explained it in a strategic way that you're, you're moving people through a funnel. And so, I mean, it's, it's obvious that there are sales strategies out there involved in, in some of those things. But ultimately, I think what it comes down to, which he expressed, is coming from the heart and just giving what you can, what you know, and, and letting people enjoy that. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I like to always, end on a very positive note and I'm going through this book here how to stop worrying and start living the great Dale Carnegie of how to win friends and influence people and I want to give you guys a solution to some of the excuses that we went through earlier in the show and this is seven ways to cultivate a mental attitude that will bring you peace and happiness right so let, let's go with rule number one the great Dale Carnegie here let's fill our minds with thoughts of peace courage health and hope for our life is what our thoughts make it, right? You, you are what you think. Think positive. It's so easy in the world to think negative, right? Turn off the news. Turn off the TV. Stop reading the freaking paper. Stop listening to your friend who's always bitching over at the water cooler, you know, or at lunch from work and all that kind of stuff. Just cut those people out of your life and be positive. I mean, this is rule number one is really about mindset.
right? Wouldn't you agree with that, Ryan? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, rule number two, let's never try to get even with our enemies because if we do, we will hurt ourselves far more than we hurt them. And this will show you, this book was written in 1945. Uh, let's do as General Eisenhower does. Let's never waste a minute thinking about the people we don't like. And I see that, and you can see it every day on the Internet. A lot of people are consumed with people they don't like, Perez Hilton. Uh, you know, some of these folks out there just constantly ripping on others. And, and really, what good does that do? Because you're not thinking positive. You're not moving in your own direction. You're focused on somebody else and, and in a negative way. And what good does that do? What you resist persists. Absolutely. Uh Rule number three, instead of worrying about ingratitude, let's just expect it. Look, a lot of people aren't going to say thank you. They're just not. A lot of people aren't going to prop you up on a pedestal. They're not going to pat you on the back. They're not going to tell you good job. So just deal with that reality and expect it. Uh, and this is a great, a great story here. Let's remember that Jesus healed 10 lepers in one day. Uh, for the Christians out there, you guys will know what I'm talking about. Uh, and only one of those lepers thanked him. Only one. That's 10%. Now, I would like to think social media is changing that a little bit because I, I truly, honestly believe we're seeing a shift in our society, right? A little bit away from the self-absorption and, and the selfishness and, and all of this. So, you know what? If we even bump it from 10% to 20%, that's huge. That's huge. Uh, let's remember that the only way to find happiness is not to expect gratitude, but to give for the joy of giving. You'll notice a common thing, the go-giver, Joel Bauer, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, at creating massive value for others. Just don't expect the thank yous, folks. You're doing this because you want to do this. Uh, and let's remember that gratitude is a cultivated trait. So if we want our children to be grateful, we must train them to be grateful, right? And when we had Ty Bennett on the show, we talked about conditioning, Right, you have to lead by example. You have to condition. So if you're grateful, you're teaching your kids to be grateful. We're going to move that now 10 to 20% to 30% through the next generation. Rule number four, count your blessings, not your troubles. Right? And we are all guilty of this one because, you know, it, that, that is very easy to do. Look, today sucked. I hate my job. You know, Ryan probably put a hole in his bathroom wall when he was hammering away, you know, screaming about that. But, you know, it's very easy to get caught up in, in the negatives of life. So, but you know what? My father, a very wise man, my father was a very wise man, Ryan. He always said, look, are you having a bad day today? Yeah. yeah I'm a young kid, mind you. And he said, well, let me tell you something. He would drive me by a cemetery and he would point to the graves, and he would say, look, those people had a bad day, right? Every day above ground is a good day. Every day that you have breath in your body, there's hope, right? And if you keep that mindset up and you think that way, when you wake up in the morning, you should be thankful right off the bat, dude, I am alive. <laughs> I am alive, I'm breathing, and I have hope. So count your blessings, not your troubles, folks. Rule number five, let's not imitate others, Let's find ourselves and be ourselves. For envy is ignorance and imitation is suicide. Now, that's a biggie, folks, because we are all guilty of this as entrepreneurs, I think, going in. When I first got in real estate, who did I want to be? I wanted to be Donald Trump, right? Mr. Naive Boy thought he was going to take Donald Trump 
uh, and sit at the negotiating table with him about 12 months down the road. My brother would probably say six months. But, you know, I had a 12-month plan to negotiate with Donald. Uh, of course, that didn't work. Uh, real estate wasn't completely my real passion. Uh, and I was guilty entering this space right here as kind of wanting to be uh, almost a, a Gary Vaynerchuk, if you will. <laughs> and and you, you've got to be who you are. You've got to find yourself. Okay, I, yeah, Ryan, I have no idea what that is. That says, Nothi Sutan, which is uh, a phrase out of the book, uh, out of uh, Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth, and it means know thyself. And uh, so it, there's a whole a whole, sto- whole story and a whole powerful message there in that in that book about that about that exact topic, knowing thyself and uh, and being yourself. So definitely in Absolutely. line with that one. But you know, I think we're conditioned to you want to be like others, right? You want to follow the herd. You, you, you don't really want to be a leader, blaze your own path. You want to be like that guy. You know, I want to be like Gary. I want to be like Harrison. I want to be like Ryan. I want to be like Michael Jordan. When you need to focus on being who you are. And that's exactly, I think, the turning point for me in social media is the day I decided to be me and to go out there and start gathering all of you folks up and creating this massive value for all of you by bringing in and making a show that's not about me, but it's all about you folks out there. So... All right, and let's see. Rule number six, when fate hands us a lemon, let's make lemonade, right? How many people always use that as an excuse? Oh, I just have bad luck, and, you know, I'm just not one of you, and I just can't be positive, and I'm not good-looking enough, I'm not talented enough. Gary Vaynerchuk just proved it, folks. You don't need all the talent. You've got to have hustle, and every human being on the planet has hustle inside of them. Everybody does. Get off the couch, turn off the TV, put the beer glass down, and hustle. Hustle 3.0, go gladiator style. Uh, and lastly, rule number seven, let's not forget our own unhappiness by trying to create a little happiness for others. When you are good to others, you are best to yourself. You know, that's powerful right there. Be nice to everybody. Say hello, smile, shake their hand. Thank them. And again, 10, 20, 30. Let's get to 40%, folks. Everybody on this show, I want all of you out there, when somebody does something nice for you, write them a handwritten letter. Say thank you. Send them an email. Send them a tweet. Uh, you know, do all these type of things. And let's. And most of you out there do. <laughs> I mean, looking at who's on the show. But, but you know, keep spreading that message and let's keep blowing that up. And I, I honestly, with every ounce of my body, believe that we're changing the world. I like that last one for sure because I just said that this weekend. I, I looked at Carolyn in the car. I said, you know, I'm really going to try to become uh, even more a, a nice person, just a genuine, as genuine as I can be and nice as I can be because we live, it seems like, in such an angry world and such a, a negative world. And I, I was driving home from the furniture place with a, a big cushiony chair on top of the truck, and I had to hold it down with rope. And, you know, you get, everyone's honking and everyone's driving by yelling at me and blah, blah, blah. And I, I said, you know, geez, we live in such an angry world. And yet th- there are some things that are s- such obvious situations that, oh, oh, that guy's got a chair on top of his car. I think I should go around him. Rather, they, you know, they got to get on your tail and, and honk at you. And it just it, it really makes me almost calmer and makes me look at who I'm being. So it's true. If you're if you're out there giving back and not being nice, 
I think you're going to be a lot nicer to yourself and just become a more pleasant person. Um, Let's give everybody a smile and a virtual hug. There we go. I, I mean, really, that's what it's all about, folks. Mindset, getting rid of the excuses, being nice to other people, creating more value for others than you do for yourself. I, I mean, it really is that simple, but but so many people just don't get it. They're self-absorbed. It's, it's just very, very frustrating for me when it doesn't have to be that way. And we're going to work hard to change my... I can't change you if you don't want to change, but I can hope to influence you to change. And when you're ready, it's a beautiful thing, baby. Beautiful thing. All right, well, I think that is just about it for today. I'm sorry we ran over, but you know what? I'm not sorry because this was a powerful show. This was big. Yeah, this is, this a, is a motivator. Show. It's Monday. I want all of you folks to go out there and just blow it up, blow it up. In closing, I am going to play the final version of the Chicago Underground Social Media Society video because I showed you, like, the lame version on Friday, so I got the real version up now. That's what we're going to do in closing. But for us, for Ryan, for me, I'm Harrison Painter. I'm Ryan O'Dee. We are your social media gladiators, and we will see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Here's the video, folks. Love it. Love it. This is the Chicago Underground Social Media Society. social media folks and what's your name i'm mary o'reilly and what do you do um i'm a lead recruiter for a company called adp automatic data processing it's a pretty large company and we have a facebook page we use recruiting for uh web 2.0 recruiting methods and share that domain with everybody adp careers on facebook perfect perfect all right so we are at the tweet up we're making it happen folks My name is Rick Ramirez, my Twitter is Maya 
Films. That's M-A-I-A-F-I-L-M-S. And tell everybody what you do. I, uh, I help people unleash their creativity through video. I like to tell stories. Love that. What's your name? Jay Willie. Jay Willie. What's up, Harrison? No name tag needed, brother. <laughs> everybody what you do. You're going to be on Go Glider TV tomorrow. I am in the IT industry with a sweet spot for SharePoint. If you think SharePoint, think Jay Willie. Jay Willie. Can I say more. Is that your Jeff Twitter name? Willinger. Twitter, Jay Willie. Real life, Jeff Willinger. There's the man Brian Tompkins right there. Hey! Go Gladiator TV. Love it. I'm so glad you guys went to every day now because it's a lot easier for me to catch you. It is awesome to see you here. <laughs> you too. All right, tell everybody your Twitter name. My Twitter name is Amber underscore Gallagher. G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R. All right, we don't want anybody to miss it. All right, let's say hello to Andy. Hi, Andy. How you doing? Uh, what do you do, Andy? I am a mortgage broker and real estate investor. I have a number of properties in Indiana, and I have been trained by the wise Ryan Tompkins, who's standing here to my right. Right here, the man, He's the master. on Twitter. I have over 3,000 followers now, mainly because he showed me the sites to go to, like 12, so I get a lot of people in Chicago to meet with. Hey, this thing might actually be starting to work. So, and share everybody your Twitter name. My Twitter name is really simple. It's Andy Nathan. Real quick, right here. Andy Nathan. There we go. All right. Thanks, Andy. All right, Butch. Uh, Butch Zemar, and it's Butch, at Butch Zemar, and uh, I provide solutions to the rising cost of health insurance. Awesome. There we go. And. At Infinite Ray, uh, Infinite Horizons Design, and uh, me and my fiance Jen at Infinite Design. Uh, we own a marketing company in Rockford, and um, my Twitter name is at Infinite Ray. There we go. There we go. All right, Go Gladiator TV, love it. Love it. Go Gladiator TV, love it. Love it. Go Gladiator TV, love it. Go Gladiator TV, love it. Love it. All right, everybody, so a rocking event up here in Chicago. And we are headed back down to Indianapolis and get ready for tomorrow's show. You're going to be on a live internet TV show tomorrow, too. <laughs> GoGladiatorTV.com. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks bro. Cool. Always promoting. Always there. promoting. Chicago has always been a great city to me. People in this town have always been so friendly. Always have a good time when I'm up here. Thank you to Gabe. Thank you to Bill Crosby. Thank you to Bradley Will, Brian Tompkins, everybody for making me feel welcome today at the event. It was awesome. All right, we're just about out of Illinois and back to Indiana. Now that is a lot of candy. No subpar sandwiches on this trip. <laughs> 